0: For the Mauritan際 Villa and the Hong Kong We a lot of fire
1: Tulsi, meaning the incomparable one, is held most sacred all over India. From the Vedic times, Tulsi or Basil has symbolized the elixir of life used to cure ailments from a headache to malarial fevers. Immortalized in Indian mythology, legend has it that when Lord Krishna was weighed in gold, not even all the ornaments of Satyabhama, his wealthy consort, could outweigh him. But when Rukmini, his penniless wife, placed a single tulsi leaf on the pan, the scales tilted Perhaps nowhere in the world have plants been as widely venerated and studied from ancient times as in India. Plants have intrinsic links with religion and traditional practices. Forests were once held as the abode of Heavenly Spirit. This veneration has in fact helped preserve many tracts of forests even in these times when their destruction is rampant. With diverse ecosystems, India is among the richest nations in terms of the sheer number of plant species. Terrain as varied as the mountains, rainforests and deserts are home to thousands of plants that typify the region. Unbelievably, even after a century of research, In just 40% of the total geographical area, the official estimate of plant species stands at 45,000. From as far back as 1500 BC, the therapeutic properties of plants have been documented in India. Ancient medicinal practitioners believed that all plants possess healing powers. Systems of veterinary medicines too evolved all based on the curative elements of plants. Farmers all over rural India still use these remedies to heal their cattle. Some of these techniques have even been incorporated in western medicinal systems. In fact, an ancient Hindu drug derived from the root of the Indian plant Rovolfia Serpentina was the source of the first modern tranquilizer. Indian medicine was classified by the ancients into three ecosystems. The Anupa Desa signifies marshy land, the Jungles Desa is typical of a dry region and the Sadharna Desa is a mixture of both these areas. Many of these ecosystems are severely threatened. All over India, deforestation has taken its toll. Many species of herbs and other plants that were once common are today on the critically endangered list. This is a direct threat to the wealth of traditional knowledge that India lays claim to. for the people who have depended on the plants of their environment for centuries. Preserving this legacy is a challenge. In the heartland of Tamil Nadu, southern India, lies chengal pit. Once covered by the thorny bushes of the scrub jungle, For centuries, this terrain has been home to the Irula tribe, snake hunters by tradition. Irula means dark people of the forest. They revere Kaniyama, the goddess of the forest and trees. Although the forests have long disappeared, the Irula still lives by the ancient tenets of harmony with nature. Mari, a snake hunter, teaches this philosophy to his sons. Even if he were to be stung, Mari would rely on his traditional medicine. The Kuppaymeni or Akalifa indica is used as an antivenin for scorpion bites. In fact, Irula dwellings are marked by the presence of medicinal trees and shrubs, with no hospitals. Or modern medical facilities nearby they depend wholly on the curative properties of plants. Lakshmi Amma is an Irula healer. She received the knowledge of plants from her grandfather. This man was bitten by a sawscale scale two days ago. He has returned so that Lakshmi Amma can check on his progress. Although she is respected by her community most traditional healers find it an uphill task to gain credibility. Tribal communities all over India have unique systems of healing with plants. Yet, a lack of documentation and quantification of their practices has led to the steady diminution of this valuable knowledge. The shrinking of forest areas too has led to the non-availability of many plants that were once commonly used for healing. To document their science and to prevent the exploitation of medicinal plants in the wild, the Irula Tribal Women's Welfare Society was set up.
0: He gives வந்து déphora to us from the touch of the கொஞ்சம் that rises naturally. அந்த they say we're all erreichen, to build it today, or different. Then you can stay there, share with us. No matter what it is but the place will be in twoğimiz. Then who can lend us. That's how it becomes of our
1: Run by Erula women, the society's goal is to revitalize indigenous traditions and collate information. More than a hundred species of medicinal plants have been planted here. Plants that are usually dismissed as weeds have important healing properties. The Mimosa pudica for example is used for bruises and cuts. Many of these plants are also used by the Irulas as anti-venom against snake bites. The Irula women here have collected and preserved seeds of more than 700 plant species that are on the endangered list. This is the real wealth of the society. While most tribal communities in India are yet to document their traditional knowledge, the three main schools of Indian medicine Yunani, Siddha and Ayurveda are universally acknowledged. Ayurveda, the oldest system of medicine in the world, traces its roots to 1500 BC, the time of the Vedic period in ancient India. Today, there are over 300,000 practitioners of this science in India alone, who still follow the methods prescribed by the ancients. No plant is considered non-medicinal in nature. The three most important plants of Ayurveda are in fact plants that are commonly found all over the country the Amblica officinalis, Terminalia bellerica and Terminalia chebula. With precise formulations and manufacturing Ayurveda is regarded as a mainstream rather than an alternate system of medicine. However, as the texts are written in Sanskrit and contemporary translations of the entire body of work are still unavailable, practitioners face many problems.
0: like a medicine chandprabha Prabhavati which has been written in sharangar sahita bheshaj ratnavali long long back till today i have no guidelines other than available guidelines in a book which is written on a half page in sanskrit then translated into hindi and four or five lines for the indication how is it possible that the information remain valid till date so what we should do we should make available information in Sanskrit or, or Hindi translate into digital.
1: To ensure quality control and to bring about a proper formulating system, the WHO has introduced GMP or Good Manufacturing Practices in the preparation of Ayurvedic and other herbal medicines. Still, a viable solution has to be found to solve this problem of standardization. Indigenous systems are expected to conform to international norms.
0: And the standardization would depend again on the knowledge system that you apply. So for example, the way to standardize the use of a particular plant in a local tradition may have parameters like season of collection the habitat of collection the stage of maturity of the plant the method of collection it may involve a particular method of processing the plant and so and so forth it may not involve marker compounds which would be the standard that would be used in in, in, in a chemical application or if chemistry were to be applied for standardization. So one has to see how to, how to define the standards. Sometimes it is possible to integrate between modern knowledge systems and traditional knowledge systems and that perhaps would be a useful thing to do but it would be a wrong thing to set standards which are based on only Western knowledge systems.
1: The neem tree best illustrates the growing problems faced by indigenous knowledge systems. The pesticidal properties of neem have been used by Indians for centuries. Yet, an American company applied for patents on the properties of neem. Patents on the use of Haldi or turmeric were also applied for but these were successfully revoked.
0: The real issue of protecting community knowledge and intellectual property is not merely to see how to prevent theft is not merely to see what benefits can be shared with the community arising out of the use of a fraction of their knowledge or resources but it is a more complex program of trying to revitalize the local tradition so that the community can become self-reliant in its primary health care needs through the use of their own local resources. One needs to recognize the local knowledge, one needs to encourage local people to use their local knowledge and to achieve certain degree of self-reliance if the
1: name is a symbol of India's need to safeguard its knowledge base the Arogyapacha is one of triumph we go to the Agastya hills of Kerala where deep within the rainforest live the members of the Kani tribe. The land of the Kanis is a veritable nursery of rare plants, some of which are found only here. According to legend, the Kani's are descendants of Agastya, chief physician to the god. Folklore says that his wisdom of healing has been distilled in the Kani's through the ages. The Kani's are nomads. Living freely within the lush southern tropical forests of the western Ghats. Their prowess in healing with plants is widely acknowledged. Kani healers or Plathis are respected immensely and still use ancient ways to cure illnesses. If there is one plant, however, that lies at the core of their knowledge, it is the Pacha. The story of this tribe and the unique herb began almost a decade ago, when two Kani tribesmen were hired as guides for scientists of the Tropical Botanical Gardens Institute. Trekking through the leech-infested jungles proved arduous. The scientists found that they were getting exhausted soon. Their guides, however, seemed tireless. The botanists could not help but wonder at this. On closer inquiry, the source of the Kani's boundless energy was revealed. The Kanis would regularly eat the fruit of the Arogya The scientists too tried it and experienced a flush of energy. The Kanis were then persuaded to lead the team to this wonder plant, Trichophus zelanicus. Initially, they were reluctant, but the team promised to share all benefits with the Kani community. In 1996, after eight years of research, the TBGRI produced a drug called Jeevani, using the properties of arogyapacha Pacha. Three years later, in 1999, a trust fund was set up for the Kanis, where the benefits from the sale of this drug are diverted. The money is to be used for the welfare of the entire community. Thus, a unique model of benefit-sharing with the original custodians of the knowledge was set into motion. India is now intensely aware of the need to protect its indigenous wealth, Not only from environmental degradation, but also piracy by others. To safeguard this treasury of biodiversity and healing systems from threat, action is being taken all over the country. In the forests of Madhya Pradesh, Swati, a research scholar, demonstrates the sheer number of plants in a small patch on the forest floor. Extensive documentation of these plants and their numbers is vital. This will reveal a clearer picture of which species is more endangered. Similar work can be seen at the Baif Center in Tiptur, Karnataka. Here, an ongoing program aims at the revitalization of local practices. With communities moving away from their traditional practices, it is important to share information. The jogging of local memory often reveals a treasure house of
0: information. <laughs>
1: The degraded land in the area is now a site where medicinal plants are preserved ex situ. Indigenous plants of the region are planted here and looked after. This seemingly convoluted clump of trees is in reality a collection of six medicinal species growing in a symbiotic fashion. A nursery is also maintained. Apart from being a means of income to the locals who work here, species that are declining in the wild are grown to replenish wild stock at a later date. The plants from the nursery also supply local kitchen gardens. Apart from deforestation, another reason for the decline of important floral species is the collection of these plants from the wild. The preservation of wild areas is thus the need of the hour. To do this, agencies have simply revitalized the age-old tradition of marking areas as sacred groves where the cutting down of plants is not allowed. The foundation for the revitalization of local health traditions has been instrumental in the setting up of many such areas within the country. Devarayana Durga, a forest in Karnataka, is one such area. Even a short walk through it provides one with glimpses of many plants, both common and endangered, that have tremendous medicinal value. It is clear that India's foremost task is to protect its forests. This ensures much more than the safeguarding of the land with its varied flora and fauna. India has a history of links, cultural, mythological and scientific, with its trees. These links have persevered against great odds, creating extensive philosophies of healing systems. The protection of these fragile bonds lies solely in our hands. A global effort must be made. Only this will ensure the preservation of our priceless heritage.